man, I'm going in and out of jail and just being a drug addict, man. Went from a dealer to an addict and I say I was 23 years old when I first tried meth. Craig James was spiraling out of control until he had an encounter with God. I'm sitting on the couch, 30-pack of beer, drinking, smoking, rocking, and all of a sudden, man, out of nowhere, I hear something say, go to church. I said, man, if Jesus, if you don't meet me here, then I'm done. I, I don't know what I'm going to do. Lord, can't nobody ever do me like you. And I'm so grateful. Lord, I'm thankful for the things that you do. It's true. I don't deserve the love you show me. But you know me, and in spite of me, you grow me and make me holy. Oh, lowly man that I am. Still you hold me in your hand, and here I stand. Craig James found freedom from his addictions, and today he is serving the Lord in a way he never expected. Craig is a Christian rapper known as Five, and he's going to share his story with us on this episode of GPS, God, People, Stories. It's an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. I'm Phil Fleischman. And I'm Jim Kirkland. Craig's testimony is a great example of how God's grace has the power to change any life. As a matter of fact, we have a word from Billy Graham on that. Today, I want to speak on the subject, the grace of God. And when I see Jesus Christ dying on the cross, I see the free gift of God's grace in Christ reconciling the world unto himself. You'll hear more on that from Billy Graham later in this episode, and you can learn more about Jesus Christ and the free gift of God's grace right now at findpeacewithgod.net. That address again, findpeacewithgod.net. We've been telling you recently about a new podcast, and we really hope you will check it out if you have time. It's called Fearless with Sissy Graham Lynch, and it's all about how you can live out your faith with equal parts of grace and truth. Just search for Fearless with Sissy Graham Lynch on your favorite podcast player to listen to the latest episodes. And by the way, Sissy spells her name C-I-S-S-I-E. G-P-S. God. People. Stories. My name is Craig James, uh, also known as Five. I'm from a small town in Texas uh, called Earth, Texas. Town so small, if you blink, you'll miss it passing through and... uh so, man, just uh, growing up, man, I was raised by my mom and my, my grandmother. Without a father figure in his life, Craig looked for affection, acceptance, and advice from people who he says weren't living right. And that led Craig to develop some bad habits early on. At the age of 10, that's the first time I ever smoked marijuana. When I became a teenager, about 13, um, is when I really started uh, smoking weed heavy, um, you know, basically needing to have it like every day. Uh wasn't till I was uh you know 16 that I took my first line of cocaine. Craig says he fell in love with drugs and alcohol. He was always chasing the next high. Things started to spiral out of control, man. I went to college for like a semester, but I wouldn't even say a semester because I literally um, just got my grant check and went and bought like 500 pills of ecstasy and uh, just all these drugs, man, because um, that's what I did, man. I was just a party, a, a drug addict and a, a drug dealer at this time. And then Craig discovered methamphetamine and it took over his life. It's like I wanted it every day, like no matter what, man, I kept chasing that meth like, man, I got to have it. I got to have it doing things, you know what I'm saying, and, 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 and 
going trying to get this meth when I know I shouldn't be trying to do it, man. And um, I did that from like when I was 23 to 27 heavily. Like it, I was I was functioning at first on meth, but then it got to a point where it was just like there's something, you know, clearly wrong with Craig. Yes, something was wrong. Craig ended up in and out of jail. At one point, he overdosed on crack cocaine. His friends, even the ones who did drugs with him, knew that he was pushing the limits. And Craig sensed it, too. Craig says that oftentimes he felt a demonic presence while he was high. To calm himself down, he would watch Christian pastors on TV or call his Aunt Pat, who was a pastor in his hometown. And she has stage four cancer. And she'd stay up all night on the phone with me just telling me how much God loves me. And, you know, I remember one of the last times we call her and she drives about an hour just to come sit with me and tell me how much. And she has stage four cancer. And this is like two, three in the morning. She's getting up, coming to tell me, you know, when everybody else is saying, Craig, you shouldn't be doing these drugs. You know better this and that. She's coming and she's saying, Craig, God loves you. Jesus loves you. He has a plan for you. Just quit running. But he wasn't ready to quit running although Craig was near the end of his rope. One night in November 2010, Craig was partying with some friends and his younger brother. Two things happened that changed his life forever. I'm sitting on the couch, 30-pack of beer, drinking, uh, smoking rock, and then I looked up, man, and um, I saw my little brother fighting um, with our friend over a piece of crack cocaine. And so when I looked up, though, it was like it was in slow motion. I'm sorry, man, I always get kind of choked up when I... I looked up, but it was like kind of in slow motion, like, and and all I could hear was, you did this, I did this. Like, you know, me and my brother, we never had a dad, so I was like the only father figure that he had. And so he was just doing things I was doing. And so um, at that moment, man, I realized that I was the one who had did this to my little brother. I had destroyed my life, and in doing so, I had destroyed his life. Craig was overwhelmed with sadness. And then he heard a voice Out of nowhere, I hear something say, go to church. And I start laughing like, man, because I thought somebody, like I I heard a voice say, go to church. And I'm looking at these dudes like, man, I ain't going nowhere. Y'all tripping. You know what I'm saying? Like, look what I'm doing. And so I sit there for a little bit longer, and then I hear it again, go to church. And I pick up the phone. I call my cousin. I say, hey, come pick me up. I don't know what's going on, uh, but I got to get to church. You know, and so um, we drive, we get to the church, man. When I opened those doors to the church, man, I, I didn't wait for a sermon to be preached. You know, I didn't I didn't sit down. I walked straight up to the altar because I had already had a word from God. And he said, go to church. And for some reason, you know, I knew I said, man, God, I, I've tried everything. I've tried drugs. I've tried sex. I've tried alcohol. You know, this this longing inside of me, this emptiness that I feel, it's never it's never filled. It may be for a second, for a minute, but then it comes right back. I said, man, if if Jesus, if you don't meet me here, then I'm done. I, I don't know what I'm going to do. And um, so I walked up to the altar, man, and I promise you when my aunt looked at me from the pulpit, it was as if God himself was smiling at me because she had a smile on her face. And and I get up there, man, and I'm like, and she comes down and she looks me right in my eyes and she said, you're tired, ain't you? I said, I'm so tired. So Craig's aunt laid her hands on him and she began to pray. In that moment, Craig surrendered himself to Jesus. Every weight of iniquity, everything that ever held me down, like I literally felt it leave me. Like the drug addiction, 
pornography addiction, just everything that wasn't pleasing to God. I felt the urges to do those things leave me. And I told God right then and there, I said, man, I'll serve you. And as plain as you hear my voice right now, I heard the Lord say, show the world my grace. Jesus Christ set Craig free from his sin. As we read in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, Craig now was a new creation. Craig called his girlfriend and she came to the church and she was saved as well. It was the start of a brand new life. As Craig puts it, he went from going 100% for the devil to 100% and more for Jesus. I had to cut off anybody who didn't want to serve God. And so six months, man, I'm in the Word of God, just reading, uh, just growing, uh, just wanting to know him more. And uh, he said, give me six months. I'm going to show you what I want you to do. And so like almost six months to the day, I had a friend of mine, a um, couple friends, CJ um, and Evan Castillo. They were they were saved, man. And we started this worship group called Spike Nard is what I called it. <laughs> Spike Nard because it's from the story of the woman who brought the very expensive fragrance to, to God, man. And so and that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to give God my everything, man. And so um, but we're, we're practicing one day in my the the bass player Evan he's like man I made this beat and God told me to give it to you I'm like okay and so like he gave me the beat on the way home which was like a 45 minute drive from Earth to Hereford was where we were living Hereford Texas um I had my first Christian rap song written and I was like okay God this is what you want me to do Craig felt God calling him to pursue Christian rap as a way to share the gospel Craig was surprised he had never thought about being a rapper before but he was open to what the Lord had in store. So Craig began recording and releasing songs and doing live events in Texas. They were a mixture of music and evangelism. And he began going by the name Five. I was going to call myself Grace uh, when God called me to do the Christian rap thing. And uh, my wife, she was like, I don't know. I don't think you want to travel the country with grown men calling you Grace. I was like, you know what, baby? You're right. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, the very next day after we had that conversation, though, I was watching a pastor and he, he was talking about how the biblical number for grace and favor is the number five. And so um, that's why I go by the name five. I took the number five, added I-V-E to it, which is like a cool way to say five, spell it or whatever. But it also it means grace is victory everlasting. And so when he says show show the world my grace, you know, that's exactly what I plan on doing is just showing people that no matter how, how f- far down you are, if you would just turn to God, I promise you, and you would just call on the name of Jesus, he'll come and save you. He loves you right where you are, but he, he loves you too much to leave you that way. And that's the God we serve. And for seven years now, Five has been serving God in this way. He has seen a lot of people come to faith in Christ at his concerts. I remember being at this one event in Spokane, Washington, down at a park. And we're getting ready. To, we're done. We're, we're doing an altar call. And this lady comes walking from far away. She comes walking up, just crying, sobbing, saying she was asleep in her house two blocks away. She heard the music, then heard uh, me preaching because at the end during the altar call, I preach or whatever. And she heard the words and she said the spirit led her there because she had been failing. She had been backslidden and she just fell there just crying, rejoicing, giving her life back to Jesus. You know, so that that kind of stuff, man, is it never gets old. It never gets old. Five is thankful that God rescued him from his life of sin and that God's given him a platform to personally witness to people across the country through music and preaching. You know, I'm not a a really big artist or whatever, but I've been able to tour and do over 125 events a year. 
And I've seen countless of people come to, to the Lord. And I tell people all the time, man, record sales and numbers, that don't measure success, man. It's faithful labor. Are you faithful where you're at? Are you seeing people come to know the Lord Jesus Christ? Because if you are, then it's a job well done. Just continue to keep doing that. Five is staying faithful to what God has called him to do. And he's now celebrating his first album to be released on a major record label. The album is called Family Business. And Five says he wants to remind believers that we are all one family united in Christ. We need to grab hands, unite, and lead people to Jesus, especially more so right now. He said, forsake not the assembly of the saints. You know, unity, man, is needed in these days because let's be honest, like, when we get to heaven, everybody's going to be singing one song in beautiful harmony. And so that's where family business kind of came from. And also we found out we had a miscarriage, uh, me and my wife. And so uh, I felt like God was saying, listen, one thing dies, but I birthed a new thing in you. And, um, you know, so the family business was like, man, even though we're going through this terrible time, that doesn't mean that we need to stop showing the world how good God is and how faithful God is. And even though we had to go through this, we can trust because of Romans eight twenty eight, all things work for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. We can trust no matter how rocky the road gets. It's Jesus or nothing over here. So whether they like it or not, I'm going to keep chasing you because when my days are through, I know that I'll be facing you and you gonna need to say well done to depart. That's why I'm trying to make good music that's going to touch people's heart. Do my part and tell the world about what you've done for me, how you delivered me from addiction and sent your only son for me. He hung for me and didn't deserve it. Yeah, he was murdered and not committed that crime, but still got an innocent verdict. The love so perfect is really unexplainable, but brought me freedom that I always thought was unattainable and that's why I'm available. Willing to do whatever you need, Jesus or nothing, what I'm screaming as I follow your lead. Yeah. Craig James, or as we know him now, Five, said it's Jesus or nothing for him. Question here, do you feel the same way? The Bible teaches that following Jesus is the only way, the only way to get to heaven, the only way to find true peace and joy here on this earth, and the only way to find forgiveness from the things you've done wrong. Yeah, and we'd love to tell you more about that. And you can learn more about following Jesus or strengthening your relationship with him at this website, findpeacewithgod.net. That's findpeacewithgod.net. Five is going to share an encouraging update about his brother, and you are going to hear it in just a moment. You're listening to GPS, God, People, Stories a podcast production of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Grace is not sought, nor bought, nor wrought. It is the free, lavish gift of Almighty God to needy, erring mankind. Billy Graham. And my text is found in the tiny little book of Titus. God's grace that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts We should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us. And when I see Jesus Christ dying on the cross, I see the free gift of God's grace in Christ reconciling the world unto himself. And we sing with the songwriter, Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found, was blind, but now I see. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the grace of God is a reality. Receive it. You can know him today. 
You can know the grace of God if you will let Christ into your heart right now. God's grace is available to you right now, just like Billy Graham said. You can learn more at findpeacewithgod.net. God's grace is also a huge part of Christian rapper Five's story. He's been our guest on this episode of GPS. On the night before Five became a Christian, he saw his younger brother fighting one of their friends over a piece of crack cocaine. And that changed everything. Like, I was the reason my brother was addicted to crack cocaine. And um, I hear God say, go to church. And I, I knew in my heart that if I wanted to change that scene that I saw right there, then it had to start with me. And it had to, I had to give my heart to Jesus. And the crazy thing is now my little brother... Um, He's been in a faith-based rehab for the past three months. He's actually a leader in the home now. Like, he's he's, do, he's doing so good, man. Loves the Lord. And whenever you see him, there's a glow on him, man. And it, it just, man, it makes my heart so happy, man. There is a lot of happiness in Five Story. And we sure hope you have been encouraged to hear how God transformed him through grace. Our thanks to Craig James, also known as Five, for joining us on today's episode of GPS and for letting us play some of his music. I'm Phil Fleischman. And I'm Jim Kirkland. Thank you for listening. And if somebody came to mind as you were listening and you thought, man, I think they would be blessed by this, uh, don't let that thought slip by. Share it with them. Be a blessing to them. GPS, God, People, Stories. It's an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Always good news. Have you ever seen a hearse on the way to the cemetery? And he on a trailer behind? For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world? And he shall see.